Welcome into Mox on the Mic. I'm Chris Goforth, and glad to have you along with us again. It's been an interesting week here at UTC. The coronavirus has taken over, of course, the news cycle, and the Southern Conference has suspended all athletic competition through the end of the month. Beyond that, there's a lot of questions still to be answered. Here to help us out is Nathan Barger. He's the new director of sports medicine. And I mean literally new, like the guy's only been on campus for a couple of weeks, and he's having to guide UTC athletics through some uncharted territory. Here's Nathan Barger. Have you ever seen anything like this before? Have you ever dealt with anything even close to this? Absolutely not. This is completely unprecedented. I never thought I would see the day where the NCAA canceled championship seasons, let alone the college basketball tournament. It is extremely unprecedented. Do you have a protocol in place for something like this? If this happens, here's what we do. We haven't had anything until now because this this has never happened before. Something right. of this case, we've had the flu. You know, you've had cases of mono or sickness that have broken out in the weight rooms and stuff like that, but you've never had something of this scale. You know, So we, we are currently in the process of coming up with you know, our protocol and how we're going to operate. And the biggest thing is communicating to the kids. You know, these guys and girls, they spend so much time together till it's not unheard of for, and we see it all the time at, at all various levels where the flu will make its way through a basketball team, or maybe because they all eat together on the road, they all got food poisoning somewhere, uh, you know, whether it's basketball, softball, whatever the sport we see stuff like that all the time. This is a completely different and from a completely different level of concern as well in terms of how this can be uh, spread, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, from what we know at this point, I mean, it can last on surfaces for three days. And some of the reports that are coming out are saying that, you know, if somebody breathes, like it can last in the air for a prolonged period of time if they have this virus. So there's just a lot of unknowns with this virus as compared to the flu or mono or stuff that we've came in contact before. We know how to treat it. Uh, at this point, we're taking the same precautions that we've, we had with uh, the rest of those diseases. You know, continue to, you know, if somebody has the flu, stay at your home. Don't come around. Wait till the fever breaks. See a doctor. Take some Tamiflu. You know, that's pretty standard protocol, but we don't have anything for this right now. You're like the most important guy in the athletic department this week, aren't you? Yeah. This is my first week and a half on the job here. <laughs> nice. So I have been drinking out of the fire hydrant all week. So. <laughs> well, you picked a perfect time to show up, didn't yes, you? Yes, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> what is your role within the within the athletic department, typically? So typically, my role with the athletic department is to oversee the medical care for all of our student-athletes, and that is from an orthopedic and general medical perspective. So the biggest thing that we want to do is, you know, we don't want to be reactive. Uh, we want to be proactive and take steps, you know, in advance to make sure that our kids have the correct information, that they know what they're looking for. We want to take steps to mitigate all risk associated with their health care, and that's orthopedic and general medical. So right now we have been really trying to, you know, get communication out to those athletes and let them know, you know, if you're experiencing these symptoms, this is what we're going to do. What is the plan? The plan is right now that if an athlete is experiencing A, B, C, or D symptoms, so cough, respiratory distress, or fever, 
they need to contact us. And when we say contact us, that is calling us. Do not come in the training room because there's so many unknowns with how contagious and how quickly this thing spreads. Obviously, we know it can spread very quickly. We don't want them to bring it into the facility. So the athletes will call us first, and then we will direct them to the appropriate health care facility you know, from that point forward. There's, I'm going to imagine, some mamas and some daddies that are probably listening to this podcast what message do you want to get across to them? The biggest thing that we want to get across to moms and dads, because when an athlete comes here, you know, a lot of parents decide when they, you know, when their athletes do come here, when their sons or daughters do come here, they want to know more than, you know, the academics or where they're going to be playing or what position they're going to be playing. They want to know who's going to take care of their babies. You know, and we want to emphasize to them that we're doing everything in our power to make sure your athletes and your sons and daughters stay safe. And a big part of that right now is the two-week, you know, everybody stay away. You know, we have a lot of student athletes coming back from spring break. And spring break is all over the globe right now. We have athletes in Florida. We have athletes in California. We have athletes overseas. And with the way this virus has spread, the biggest thing that we can do right now is ask the athletes and everybody to stay away for the next two weeks, and then we'll reassess on the 28th. We do have a lot of international students here. What have you told them? So with our student or international students, the biggest thing is, you know, because most of those individuals live on campus. So campus housing has sent out a form to have athletes, you know, if you are going to continue to live on campus, we need you to submit this form and make sure that we know where you have been over spring break. And if you have been, you know, in one of the level two countries, then you're going to be asked to self-quarantine here on campus. If you have been on a cruise, you're going to be asked to self-quarantine on campus or away from campus. So that is the option. There's a couple options. You stay away from campus or you can quarantine on campus. But those international athletes will be given a chance to stay here on campus if they have nowhere else to go. Short of keeping the student athletes off campus, um, what else is? Is there anything else that's being done? Yeah. So, per typical protocol, we're continuing to disinfect the training room on a regular basis and making sure that you know we're taking the proper super precautions. We've got hand sanitizer, which is a you know, a luxury item right now. So we were able to get hand sanitizer in this week so we can give the student athletes hand sanitizer. We're making sure that we have uh, mask if needed, and we're making sure that we schedule our rehabs appropriately to where we don't have, you know, the big thing, social distancing right now, where we don't have a lot of athletes in the room at the same time. Worst case scenario here, if someone did test positive, what happens? At this point, if somebody did test positive, hopefully it has went through, you know, our expected protocol at this point where you have called us, we've referred you to the appropriate facility, and then you get treated in that facility and it never comes on campus. The The biggest thing that we don't want to have to run into, and it, it may happen, is if somebody does come on campus and they look to get evaluated here, and at which point we will have to, you know, everybody will be put in quarantine. Everybody who has had contact with those individuals will be put in a self-quarantine for a period of 14 days. And then once that 14 days surpasses, if you have not experienced symptoms, you know, you will be able to you know, go about your daily life. But hopefully we've put, place, put things in place to mitigate that risk. A little bit about you. 
how'd you end up here? Well, um, it's a pretty long story, but I, we got time. Yeah, there's I, nothing else going on. So yes, <laughs> you yes, got sir. all kinds of time. So in 2013, I was looking for a graduate assistantship, and I'd almost given up. And East Tennessee State University posted a GA position for baseball. And I was a baseball guy at that time, and I applied for the baseball position at ETSU. Uh, I ended up getting track and field. They offered me a track and field job, and I took it in stride, and I said, I'm going to be the best track and field athletic trainer anyone's ever seen. Well, in 2014, in that spring semester, they, ETSU decided to bring football back. And I had just so happened to be one of the only staff members who had had a lot of experience with football. I'd worked at Carson Newman as an undergraduate student in football, primarily my entire undergraduate career. So I walked in my boss's office and I said, hey, I want a shot at this job. If I'm bad, you know, we can shake hands and you can fire me at the end of my graduate assistantship. But if I do a pretty good job, you have to entertain the idea of hiring me. And I took over as the head football athletic trainer at ETSU in 2015 until this past February. Um, I was very fortunate to work with a really great group of sports medicine professionals and coaches that helped develop me as a, as a professional. And about February, I got a call saying that the uh, athletic trainer, the director of sports medicine here, had taken a job with the XFL, and I was asked if I was interested. Uh, I was highly interested and came on campus, interviewed, and two weeks later I'm here trying to find a, a house to settle in with my wife. Little did you know what you were stepping into, right? Oh, no clue. <laughs> no clue how you – know, I had no clue how this thing would evolve. You know, we knew it was on our radar – but even this past Friday, before everyone is leaving to go on spring break, we had no idea that this is what Monday and this week would look like. Nathan, appreciate all you're doing. Yes, sir. Thank you I so much. I think we may have to have this conversation again once. Maybe the next time we can talk, it's it's when all this stuff is over. and and Because uh, I, I just uh, – this is nuts. Yeah, it is. Uh, this is uncharted territory for college athletics. Like I said at the beginning of our conversation, I never thought I would see the day where we canceled a championship basketball season um, and championship seasons for all sports in the spring because it is such an economic driver for a lot of athletic and college institutions. Nathan, thanks. Yes, sir. Thanks to Nathan for giving us some time, and welcome to Chattanooga. Stay with us on Mox on the Mic. We'll do our best to try to keep you up to date with the latest information as it becomes available. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to wash your hands, and we'll see you next time on Mox on the Mic. Until then, so long, everybody, and go Mox. Go Mox.